Hey folks, um, welcome to another edition of the Mental Health Podcast. I have uh, Carolyn here with me and uh, I'm excited uh, to hear all that she has to say. So, hey Carolyn, welcome Hello. to the Mental Health Podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. How are uh, things with you today? They are, you know, no complaints. It's a sunny day in Seattle and... Uh-huh. Um, yeah, looking forward to a, a long weekend, a little staycation ahead. So no complaints on my end. All right. Uh, so, you know, the first thing that I like to ask people is give themselves uh, an elevator pitch. So the floor is all yours. <laughs> Great. So my name uh, is Carolyn Thayer Azoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my background is in counseling psychology and specifically health psychology, mm-hmm. um, you know, very personally driven by having a positive impact and thought that would years ago thought that would be as a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I um, transitioned into more of the business side of things, mm-hmm. um, kind of driven by scale of impact. And so mm-hmm. over the course of my career, I I um, was an early employee at a company called Aduro, which mm-hmm. is a B2B health, wellness, and um, human performance company. Mm-hmm. And I wore a lot of different hats there, everything from coaching to customer success and strategy, mm-hmm. um, leadership on that team. And then also I built a integrated mental health program from the ground up, mm-hmm. uh, which included like digital programs, mental health coaching, people, and mm-hmm. leader training so that'll be, I imagine, where perhaps some of our conversation today about a culture of mental health um, will come in. And then most recently, I was on at Amazon mm-hmm. on the Alexa Health and Wellness team, mm-hmm. where I ran the mental health and wellness program for Alexa. Right. So that is a bit about me professionally. And I, I think, you know, in light of mental health, we are more than our work. And mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll include in my personal, in my introduction, also personally, I'm a mm-hmm. mom mm-hmm. of two little ones. Um, mm-hmm. If my video is on, you could see many uh love-filled hand um uh drawn paintings from my daughter (laughs) that Mm -hmm. she probably puts on my wall Mm -hmm. um i love to travel Mm -hmm. um i'm you know uh kind of a core value of mine is is growth and most recently i was laid off (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that um i mean all you know impacts my drive of course professionally but also mm-hmm. uh, my my own mental health which my intention today is to bring in both into today's conversation oh great um you know thank you for uh, normalizing that aspect of having um something beyond work as well i think a lot of people struggle with uh, having that aspect and uh Yes, uh, you know, having uh, kids being part of that uh, conversation, it uh, mm-hmm. impacts your priorities uh, from that standpoint too. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like uh, you mentioned uh, defining a culture of mental health, right? So uh, mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about what that means and uh, uh, how people can sort of incorporate that uh, from scratch? So, Yes, absolutely. And So I think if we start, even take a step back, um, is what is a work culture, Mm -hmm. just to make sure we're kind of, you know, on the same page. So a work culture is, you know, really the, uh, the set of attitudes and beliefs and behaviors Mm -hmm. that show up in a work environment. And, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, some of that is definitely reflected in the physical work environment, but more of the 
atmosphere at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then to, um, you know, specifically what is a culture of mental health? Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that's been, you know, thankfully talked a lot, um, more about mm-hmm. recently, but that is really, um, you know, that atmosphere of work specific to mental mm-hmm. health. So, mm-hmm. uh, a culture that is non-judgmental and open and supportive mm-hmm. where employees can feel like their mental health and well-being mm-hmm. are something that they can talk about, mm-hmm. something that um, is respected and acknowledged, mm-hmm. uh, something that they can feel um, safe and comfortable seeking help for mm-hmm. and just, you know, nurture within themselves and show up um, authentically without mm-hmm. repercussions. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's also important, and I know your other podcast guests have uh, you know, emphasize this as well is that when we're talking about mental health, it's, it's not just struggle and uh, mental health conditions or mental illness. Mm -hmm. That's definitely important. And, you know, we all struggle, but it's really the whole continuum. So, Mm -hmm. you know, um, from healthy to ill and everything in between. Mm -hmm. Um, and for most of us, you know, it ebbs and flows throughout life. Uh, so, So that's a bit about work, you know, culture and, and, and culture of mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I think I'll just, I'll, I'll close on this question by, you know, it's important to not just talk about what, but why it's important. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I've felt this personally as well, um, as, you know, strategically with my work is, you know, employers, every employer, I don't think that there's an employer that doesn't know that people, um, are many people are struggling and mm-hmm. definitely every employee knows, um, every mm-hmm. human knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, you know, they're responding with resources and that is incredibly important to expand with resources mm-hmm. again, across the continuum of mental health mm-hmm. and also for the diversity within your employees. Mm-hmm. But if the culture doesn't align mm-hmm. with that support and the resources provided, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've seen that they can only go so far. And mm-hmm. so, um, it, you know, if you offer a bunch of mental health resources, but mm-hmm. there's a stigma mm-hmm. in the culture to utilize them, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to, they're not going to be used in the way that you intend them to. And so right. I really mm-hmm. think about the phrase like actions speak louder than words and the importance of both of mm-hmm. access mm-hmm. and of, um, uh, you know, acceptance and environment. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you've shared a lot of great points in there, wherein, uh, you know, there is a lot of stigma um, in mm-hmm. terms of asking for help from uh, a mental health standpoint, uh, making sure, for one, uh, you know, I, I know of a few places which still people struggle to have mental health access to, and for places which already do, uh, you know, making sure that the employees feel comfortable to um uh, be able to reach out for help without sort of wondering. Um, you know, um, uh, there is, you know, one aspect where you say, hey, uh, you know, the, the companies need to uh, support the uh, uh, culture of mental health. Uh, can you also talk about the people, right? I mean, yeah. inside the company and like how they can sort of uh, bring about uh, this uh, ease of talking about mental health as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I, I actually love how we'll start the conversation talking about how um, 
you know, individuals can also be uh, a part of creating a culture of mental health. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is also the business responsibility. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think as as individuals, um, I mean, first of all, if you are in a position of leadership, mm-hmm. there, um, you know, s- for people to be able to see mm-hmm. leaders who are, you know, successful in companies mm-hmm. um, talk about their mm-hmm. mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, that can help reduce the stigma and perhaps some of the fear that, wow, if I'm, you know, if I am um, having a hard day or a hard week or a hard month because I just lost a loved one and I'm, I'm grieving and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, you know, to be able to see somebody in a leadership role, talk about their mental health, it can help that person feel perhaps safer or um, it feel less risky to mm-hmm. bring mm-hmm. up their own struggles to, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, there's also, um, you know, I, I would say for people leaders, some companies are offering trainings mm-hmm. um, to help people leaders, um, you know, lean into those conversations in mm-hmm. a way that feels empowered and um, not, I think, I think sometimes when uh, a team member comes to a people leader with a mental health challenge. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, the HR alarms can be going off in the back of their head, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so instead, really um, taking advantage of any trainings that you have, if you are a people leader, to mm-hmm. learn about what mental health is, mm-hmm. learn about your scope and role mm-hmm. as a people leader and as a manager, mm-hmm. um, and then learn about ways to that you can, you know, empathize and support with your team members. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, and importantly, mm-hmm. lead by example, mm-hmm. um, as a leader or, or it is in any role, right. To mm-hmm. walk the walk. And, and I've found in my personal experience, mm-hmm. um, being a little bit more deliberate. So for example, mm-hmm. um, uh, putting, I, I, I used to put a, uh, if I, wanted to take a lunch break, or if I had to, uh, um, you know, take a mental health day, I used to mm-hmm. mark it private on my calendar. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. put it out there, make it visible so that people can see I am prioritizing my mental health. Mm-hmm. And so can you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, you know, ways that any person within a company can, um, can get involved in creating a culture of mental health. One mm-hmm. is, you know, get involved with employee resource groups, start mm-hmm. employee mm-hmm. resource group. Those are really great communities to right. open up conversations about um, very personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I started a women's employee resource group at my prior company because I mm-hmm. needed the support. And mm-hmm. so I built the support around myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, check in with your team members, start mm-hmm. each meeting mm-hmm. with a couple minutes of just a human check-in. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's ways, again, it's all within what is comfortable for the individual, mm-hmm. small ways mm-hmm. to, um, to bring mental health into the conversation mm-hmm. and to create mm-hmm. a psychologically safe, mm-hmm. uh, environment. 
definitely uh, so you you brought up a lot of great points there so uh, for people wondering you know if you are in a leadership uh, role uh, think about you know getting trained or reach out to people who can help you navigate that spectrum uh, and highlight yourself and showcase yourself that you are prioritizing your mental health so other people feel comfortable um if you are an individual contributor on the other hand you know get involved with uh, employee resource groups and uh, uh, reach out to your fellow team members and you know have this conversation before you start off different meetings so that way everybody feels that sense of connection so yeah i mean uh, thanks for uh, sharing that you know uh, one thing that i noticed also that you said you know uh, uh, try to sort of think about your own comfort zone as well um mm-hmm. I, you know talking about comfort zone you know when people sort of try to negotiate uh you know venturing into this culture of uh, mental health what are some of the pitfalls that you have seen uh, that you know companies fall into um and you know how do they sort of navigate that so yeah um so i guess I, something sparked in my in my head when you said um uh kind of navigating the comfort level um mm-hmm. and then so I'm, I'm gonna start there and then I can definitely also speak to mm-hmm. pitfalls I think one pitfall is no matter where you are in a company right I'm mm-hmm. a big believer that we are all leaders mm-hmm. even if you're an IC no matter what level you're at we all can be a leader mm-hmm. um but you know, in thinking about ways that, you know, me as as, as an individual mm-hmm. can create a culture of mental health, mm-hmm. um, one pitfall or one, you know, thing just to reflect on is um, to do a little bit of introspection and self, uh, yeah, just introspection around um, why and, 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 you know, really make sure that it's authentic. I guess, mm-hmm. you know, we all, and, and that it feels safe for you. Mm-hmm. We all come from, you know, different backgrounds and experiences mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, we might not always be in a place to want to, or be able to talk about our mental health. And so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I, I guess one pitfall and hopefully a message out of this conversation is it's not a blanket um, uh, recommendation or, 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 you know, it's a unique end of one experience for each person. Mm -hmm. And so to really think about what that looks like Mm -hmm. for you and what, you know, your unique impact can be in cultivating that culture of mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, and then at a more of a macro level, you know, in terms of what pitfalls, uh, like for organizations that I've seen organizations fall into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, a few things uh, come to mind. Mm-hmm. One is that, you know, employers will offer resources. So they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're checking the box, mm-hmm. but they don't do the hard work to create that culture that supports it. Mm-hmm. And I touched on this a little bit earlier, but not only is this not as effective, you know, it, uh, you know, if there's a, if there's a incongruent culture, then, you know, you're not going to see the utilization, but also in my experience, those, those mixed messages can be even more stressful for employees. So if you're mm-hmm. hearing from your employer, we care about your mental health, here are mm-hmm. these resources, but then in, in practice, mm-hmm. 
there are environments that, you know, are exacerbating burnout and not mm-hmm. really taking a human approach, mm-hmm. that, that, that hurts, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another pitfall that I see is that uh, companies don't integrate mental health with other initiatives. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. Um, for example, um, you know, one of my, well, one of my kind of driving factors is that mental health does not live in a silo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mental health isn't over here. And then, you know, health is over here and learning is over here. And, um, mm-hmm. and so I guess the opportunity within that is to, as, as an employer, as a leader, mm-hmm. um, as an individual, mm-hmm. think about, look at the opportunities to integrate mental health. So mm-hmm. employee resource groups, mm-hmm. you know, volunteer campaigns, mm-hmm. um, learning and development, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, uh, pay, you know, pay, paid parental leave. There's, there's opportunities to d- diversity, equity, and inclusion. Thankfully, mental health is becoming more of a conversation within DEI. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, a lack of integration is a, is a pitfall. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, lastly, you know, we've talked a lot about top-down support. So the importance of leadership in creating a culture of mental health, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's also um, imperative that there's also bottom up Mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, a individual contributors, you know, we are all getting involved and, and, and find ways to get involved, but also Mm -hmm. that the company encourages. Mm -hmm. So encourage grassroots champions, culture Mm -hmm. changes, Mm -hmm. find ways to motivate and recognize them. I was just talking to a um, leader um, in a benefits department, Mm-hmm. And, you know, they actually, um, you know, encourage uh, ERG leaders and these culture changers and mm-hmm. through, you know, a point on their performance reviews and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. trying ways even with compensation. So mm-hmm. there's there's ways, um, again, top down, but also bottom up and ways mm-hmm. to really encourage that in meaningful ways. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are great points. So. Um, it doesn't start from uh, just from top down. It has to go from bottom up as well, uh, needing to engage, uh, you know, people to get involved. So it doesn't, you know, form or exist in a silo, uh, making sure that uh, yeah, there isn't a one size fits all approach, uh, you know, great suggestions there. So, um, you know, I, I uh, kind of also wanted to touch upon one word that you mentioned, psychological safety. Can, can you talk a little bit about what that means to you and like how can that sort of be addressed at work as well? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the research behind psychological safety mm-hmm. um, at work started, you know, with how do we encourage teams that are, you know, innovative and creative and collaborative. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conversation um, has importantly expanded to mental health and mm-hmm. specifically mental health at work. And so, you know, to to talk briefly on what psychological safety is, there's, there's um, various, there's, I think, four or five different types of psychological safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the components that um, they all relate to mental health, but mm-hmm. they include, you know, inclusion safety. So mm-hmm. 
the ability to belong to a group and to feel safe being yourself and accepted for who you are mm-hmm. and who you are, you know, our mental health and our, and our well-being is, is a, is that is a core part of that. And so the ability to feel like you belong exactly mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, the ability to, um, to learn and grow within a mm-hmm. team. And Mm -hmm. that kind of vulnerability Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that can be both learning um, on the job, but Mm -hmm. also learning as a, as a, you know, a human and the human experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, when we think about psychological safety and how it relates to mental health at work, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a environment of psychological safety, Mm -hmm. uh, it goes back to, it's almost, you know, it goes back to culture. So how an environment where employees can show up Mm -hmm. as their authentic selves Mm -hmm. and the key is without fear of negative consequences Mm -hmm. by their managers or their peers. Mm -hmm. And so an example of that is, you know, um, I think about a time when I was, I was on the brink of burnout mm-hmm. and I, I, I have a strong, uh, one of my strengths is responsibility, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was, um, you know, grinding late into the night to meet, mm-hmm. uh, client deadlines and it was taking a toll mm-hmm. and I felt safe enough mm-hmm. to bring that to my manager, mm-hmm. um, including the fact that you know, I'm going to, I'm going to miss these deadlines. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I felt comfortable bringing that struggle to them, mm-hmm. knowing that um, it would not have immediate negative consequences on my performance or my job. Mm-hmm. Right. And then in doing so, I was able to partner with my manager mm-hmm. to um, find a way forward that was, was, you know, sustainable for me and also good for, for the customer and for the business. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I'd also, you know, it's important to think about not just what psychological safety is, but also how to build it. Mm -hmm. Um, There is, and this goes back to what we can do as individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, there's many different ways Mm -hmm. ways that I have found be effective in my um, lived experience is, you know, small things. So, um, Mm -hmm. vulnerability, learning Mm -hmm. out loud, sharing Mm -hmm. mistakes out loud. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, uh, to ask for feedback Mm -hmm. to, you know, um, have human moments, Mm -hmm. uh, share what's going on in life, Mm -hmm. make the time to get to know each other as humans. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, lastly, if, if there's somebody in your team, whether mm-hmm. that be your your kind of uh, functional team, an ERG, whatever that group looks like, if there's mm-hmm. somebody who is not speaking up mm-hmm. or you're noticing might be quieter than others, mm-hmm. you know, actively and compassionately mm-hmm. ask them for their opinion and bring them right. into the conversation. You mm-hmm. know, these are ways to create a sense of um, uh, empathy and humanity mm-hmm. and uh, growth kind mm-hmm. of growth mindset within mm-hmm. a team that can really cultivate um, psychological safety so that we can all show up as our authentic selves at work. Great. Um, yeah, I mean, I loved your personal example of uh, 
realizing that you needed help and you won't be able to sort of meet expectations and uh, uh, making sure that everybody is updated so that way you are giving yourself that benefit uh, to take some time off as well um and uh, i i like your idea of like psychological safety is just not the responsibility uh from an employer standpoint it's from an employee standpoint as well wherein they figure out um how they want to sort of keep themselves safe and uh, see what they can do to improve it as well and uh, getting feedback from the employers and making sure that people who are not getting involved can be involved in the process um is great insight as well um you know uh, one one thing that sort of came to my mind was like um you you mentioned that uh, you yourself were was impacted by the, the the layoffs and you know given the current sort of trend I, i was just you know trying to get your take on you know the mental health culture and you know the the impact it would have had in terms of the people who are either currently employed or the people who aren't employed um, just wanted to get your take on it as well so <laughs> i mean that's thank you for that that's so um real and important and uh you know there's a lot of uncertainty for people mm-hmm. right now whether or not you are still employed mm-hmm. um or or have been laid off right mm-hmm. people that are still employed there's um you know i think that there's a lot of things going on there still is uncertainty as, as my of job security Mm-hmm. right there's a lot uh there's been a lot of consolidation and so there's also you know increased workload and mm-hmm. pressure mm-hmm. um and then there's some you know perhaps survival guilt right they're they're close uh coworkers and friends yep. have been laid off why not me and that's mm-hmm. so um and then on the flip side i mean of course people who have been laid off there's um you know financial insecurity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is some people are you know need a work visa and need, uh, there's a serious pressure mm-hmm. not just financially but from a a home and life standpoint mm-hmm. uh tied to their employment um mm-hmm. i know for me what's been really interesting is um you know it, it's really shined a light on how <laughs> how tied in my work is to my identity mm-hmm. and so whoa i'm unemployed and mm-hmm. what does that mean for my my value and my worth mm-hmm. um and you know that that sparks a whole kind of other um you know hopefully i i'm trying to i want it to be a growth moment for me but also you know mm-hmm. stress and insecurity mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um and i i reflect on and to bring it to culture mm-hmm. you know i feel extremely grateful um mm-hmm. for so my I was at Amazon um on mm-hmm. the on at Alexa and my entire org was shut down mm-hmm. and I benefited from empathetic leaders mm-hmm. that went out of their way to care about us as humans through this period of uncertainty mm-hmm. uh and you know things like transparency Um, mm-hmm. sharing, I mean, psychological safety, transparency, sharing mm-hmm. their own personal experience and how it was stressful for them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and creating human moments, you know, team building, 
Um, mm-hmm. Moments to connect, even with all of this going on. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm, I'm cognizant of my uh, privilege and to, to be a part of such a supportive team mm-hmm. during, you know, and kind of leading up to and after layoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also recognize that people that don't have a supportive culture mm-hmm. of mental health and psychological safety mm-hmm. during times of layoffs and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. You know, the how difficult that must be and how honestly the word that comes for, to, up to mind for me is lonely mm-hmm. that that could feel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you brought up a lot of great insight there. Uh, you know, the struggle uh, for people who are um, on visas, uh, the aspect of uh, people dealing with guilt, loneliness, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just being uh, reflective of where you are and, you know, understanding what your identity means and how it is evolving is uh, is another great piece of insight as well. So it, it's been great chatting with you, Carolyn. Uh, you know, if there are a few things that you want to, you want people to take away from this conversation, what would they be? Yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you for having me. I know we tackled, tried to tackle a large topic in a short amount of time and we, you know, surely only scratched the surface, but, you know, it starts with just having the conversation. I know that's part of your mission. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, In terms of a, a call to action or a takeaway, I think, you know, I'll, I'll bring it back to, um, my belief that we are all leaders, mm-hmm. no matter where you are mm-hmm. in an organization, or even if you're not in an organization mm-hmm. um, like me right now, we are all leaders in our own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to identify what is one small thing mm-hmm. that I can do to mm-hmm. build psychological safety mm-hmm. on my team mm-hmm. in a group that I'm a part of, Mm -hmm. Uh, to really allow for others and Mm -hmm. for myself to show up authentically. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important, you know, recognizing within that to think about what that, what that means for, for you and for others, because that's, you know, what that looks like is going to be impacted by background, culture, Mm -hmm. you know, lived experiences, self stigma, Mm -hmm. um, and so to just identify one small thing, what can, how can I, mm-hmm. what is within my control to mm-hmm. build mm-hmm. psychological safety and then yeah. pay attention to what that opens up for you and for others. Great. Um, psychological safety and individual leadership. So uh, thank you for that insight. And uh, it was great chatting with you, Carolyn. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you again for you know, uh, creating a platform to have these types of conversations.